Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the Lovely Travels podcast. How are you today, Emma? I am very well, Darius. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Um, I was going to make a joke about this episode making a splash, um, but I think you're better off starting it with just a regular introduction. (laughs) I did enjoy uh, that play on words, but yes, we've got uh, Leandra Swim, the business Leandra Swim. Uh, which is run by the wonderful Leandra Gaykamungu. She's an Indigenous business owner, uh, Australian Indigenous business owner, and her beautiful swimwear I am a huge fan of. Yeah, you've got a couple of those already, don't you? I do. I have the Barbie Lee, which is like a um, long sleeve swimsuit, so very sun smart, Mm -hmm. Um, lovely very high cut, bit 80s, uh, get you, eat your heart out. Um, and then I've also got um, a gorgeous reversible um, bikini. And, um, yeah, I just – I love what Leandra does. Um, she's – not only is she got the beautiful Indigenous artwork on the swimming costumes, they're also um, eco-friendly. The All the packaging is uh, – can be uh, – is – decomposing, decompostable, mm. and a lot of them, yeah, the materials are made from recycled uh, materials as well. So it's really very impressive. And, um, yeah, I just, just when I found them, I, I got onto, I actually saw it on SBS, which is an Australian um, news channel I first saw mm-hmm. her and just totally wanted to get involved, like have one for myself. And, yeah, I get a lot of lovely compliments when I wear it. And it must be great proud. if you take it. If you take it traveling, it's almost like a like an Australian flag. Yeah, it's really lovely to, um, you know, and, and well, a lot of Indigenous artwork was really only seen on paintings or on souvenirs and stuff in souvenir shops. And, and mm. Leandra and I talk about that. So to be able to have like wearable art. And the other thing is like she's very big promoter of, you know, you know, she answers the question that, is this just for Indigenous women? And it's like, no, this is for everyone. And, and you know, they probably do more tailor to the women. But Darius, if you wanted to wear one of these swimming costumes, there would be no judgment. Um, but I all do shapes- want to wear one. I was going <laughs> to mention it. I'm, I'm uh, more of a hot pants kind of guy, but there doesn't seem to be any currently available. Yeah, she's always mixing up the styles. It's sort of like different um, collections. But, yep. yeah, um, there's a sort of underlying message that she didn't even mean to have there but that uh you know any culture any 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 shape size you know however you look you're welcome to wear these swimming costumes um with pride 
And I just think it's such a beautiful way to represent the Indigenous culture and to celebrate their incredible artwork and the stories. um, Each swimming costume has... Uh, the, each print, each costume, each style has mm. a story um, of someone, uh, generally an Indigenous woman, that was has inspired Leandra. Anyway, That's we're telling fantastic. everything about it, we, awesome. so we probably should get into the episode and we let are. Leandra tell the story for us. <laughs> Let's do it. So uh, I'd like to start this episode with an acknowledgement of country. I am based in the Gold Coast, Australia, and I acknowledge the Yagamba people as the traditional owners on this land. We recognise their connection to land, waters and culture, and we pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. And now I'd like to welcome today's guest, Leandra Gaikamungal, uh, who is from Leandra Swim. <laughs> welcome. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really excited to, yeah, have a chat with you and, and see, yeah, how it's in there in the Gold Coast. <laughs> okay. We're a bit further away. Now, um, tell me, yeah. where, where are you at the moment? So um, I'm based in Millingumbi, which is a small little island off the northeast coast of Arnhem Land in the Northern Territory. Um, and my family and I moved back here in July of this year. And, yeah, so this is where home is and I guess it always has been. This is where my family are from. My dad was born here, went to school, grew up here. So, yeah, this is home. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. So, uh, And so you're originally from there and now you've gone back. Yeah, so I, I was born in um, Nullumboy, um, which is on the – eastern side of um, the Northern Territory up there on near the Gulf of Carpentaria up the top. Um, so I was born over there um, and lived the first few um, years here in Millingimby and then um, moved to Sydney and a few places around Australia. But um, we'd always come back for, for holidays and to visit family. And, yeah, so this is this is home. This is where my sisters are, my nieces and, um, and my brothers, um, well, most of them. <laughs> I'm one of seven. So wow. <laughs> four of us are here now in Millingumby. The other three are in Darwin. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, so this is where – most of my my dad's side of the family are. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, so when I first learned about your business, you were in Wollongong in New South Wales. Yes. Yes. So I um, moved to Wollongong uh, with my mum when I was in sort of the end of primary school and then um, did high school in Wollongong, university, started Leandra Swim there and then, yeah, once I guess halfway, yeah, I guess now nearly three years in, we've just moved it back up here to the Northern Territory. <laughs> and have you had any challenges with moving the business at all? Um, look, I wouldn't really say huge uh, like challenges, but as you can see, the internet in a you know remote Australia, particularly up here in the Northern Territory, is pretty patchy. Um, and at any given time, phone service and internet you know can be out for twenty four to forty eight hours. So that has been a little bit challenging. And then of course with COVID, um, we get you know our, our mail. So I'm an online business, so my mail has to go out through the post office here on a plane and then it gets to a sorting centre in Darwin and then from there, you know, planes and 
dispersed across the country or across the world. Um, so it takes sort of a, a few extra steps. And with COVID, there were a few sort of extra barriers as well because sometimes planes just weren't coming because they weren't, you know, it's passenger planes. If there's no passengers, they would just be like, oh, we'll come next week. So um, for a little while there, it was a bit patchy with, planes as well just logistics um shipping items in and out which was a little bit frustrating but you know it's nothing that really you know hugely impacted um anything sort of long term so yeah just little little road bumps (laughs) okay well that's good to hear now I mean I've mentioned Leandra Swim and I've um you know we've sort of mentioned it but we haven't really talked about I guess how how did you start it and then where did that come from Yeah, so um, Leandra Swim is a swimwear label and um, it celebrates Aboriginal um, and Torres Strait Islander culture and people. And it really just was born from me um, wanting to create something that merged all the sort of elements that I really enjoy um, from, you know, my personal life and experiences. So, you know, my family are from a little island here in um, northeast Arnhem Land, so the ocean is a really big part of who we are and, you know, what we do and how we go hunting and, and just life. And then when my mum remarried, um, my stepdad's a really big surfer, so we would, you know, spend a lot of the time at the beach surfing, swimming. Um, so it was just, yeah, just a big part of who I am. And then, of course, yeah, my Aboriginal culture, I wanted to be able to, um, I'm a teacher and I love education and I love, um, yeah, educating people. And I wanted to sort of do that in my own way. And so that's where I sort of use swimwear and fashion as a way to, um, yeah, educate and share and connect, um, yeah, non-Indigenous and Indigenous people. And I love that and I love that I've seen you post before and I've reposted that you really um, encourage people, like non-Indigenous people, to wear the swimwear. Like we shouldn't be feel afraid Absolutely. to to wear the prints and that you have created them. And I'm sitting here with this and obviously we'll put up photos yeah. of this beautiful, this is the Barbie Lee, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Because the whole sort of point of it is each each piece is named after a different, um, what I consider inspirational Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander woman. Um, And each piece that goes out, um, there's a little card with, you know, a bio about that woman and what, you know, what she's done, her achievements that are, you know, not just impacting small communities, they're impacting the nation, they're impacting, you know, the rest of the world. And so I think that's worthy of celebration and um, I love to be able to sort of advocate and share these stories and, and hopefully help create, you know, new role models for both Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people but also non-Indigenous people um, and just... Yeah, just really be able to share and celebrate that. And um, and then, of course, the prints. I want, you know, Aboriginal Australia has been going for <laughs> thousands upon thousands of years and I think it 
is something that is able to adapt. It's versatile. It's, you know, still here in the 21st century. And so I'm very conscious of the fact that the medium that I choose in fashion is quite a modern one as well, being swimwear. And I do that on purpose because I want to be able to say, you know, we're still here. You know, you can celebrate and learn about Aboriginal culture and people in so many unique ways, especially as we adapt into, you know, the 21st century. I think it's so lovely as well and um, because when I'm going to travel in the future, I'm going to travel and take these swimming costumes with me and I have taken them on holiday as well. And so to be able to have um, this Indigenous print uh, and from, you know, from Australia reminding me of home, to have that with me, I I think it's wonderful. And to be able to wear it, uh, absolutely, I love the prints. And to hear the story behind it, that's also been really, really powerful. And I'll just add as well. um, Yeah. Often when we've seen Indigenous prints, they've often been in like artwork or, you know, for us probably more in tourist shops and things like that. But to have something that's really wearable and beautiful and stylish and and still have the Indigenous print, it's really lovely. Thank you. Yeah. um, Yeah, it is. It is a really unique way and I, I... really did want to be able to, you know, if I was passionate about sort of taking Aboriginal Australia outside of the art galleries and outside of the tourist shops, um, I kind of thought when I, you know, thought, oh, swimwear, you know, I love swimwear. So I thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll use this as my medium. Um, I was very conscious of the fact that it was um, different. And I, I did that, I guess, on purpose because I wanted it to, to prove, you know, if I'm going to say that Aboriginal Australia is is versatile, I want to show how versatile it really is as well. And it's very important that you're an Indigenous business owner and that, you know, this is led by you as well and it's not somebody just taking, because I know there's been a bit of issue around sometimes people taking the prints or taking the, the dot style of painting and using yeah. it in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. There is a really big movement at the moment um, to push people to ask you know, who's behind the brands. Often you don't see the faces or the people and to ask, you know, who's your mob? Like who owns this business? Um, is it ethical? Have you, you know, obtained prints ethically? Are you partnering? You know, how is the partnership? So, you know, it is um, absolutely as an Aboriginal, you know, business owner, um, it's great to see that because I think there's such a big history around, um, you know, people being taken advantage of, particularly those in the art, you know, and creative space. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's a long overdue push, but it's it's really exciting, I guess, to be a part of that movement as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowing where your products are coming from and, um, you know, I love the fact that you include the story so that we get to be part of that. It's very clear that you have a connection yeah. to your country, a connection to your land. But also, um, yeah, there's a wonderful business, I think maybe you've heard of them, Utopia, who... Um, yes. Yes, Utopia Giftware, and they have on the back of their packaging the story and it's actually a picture of the person, the artist that the money's going to and I just... Love it. Yeah. I think that's really important. It, it is. It is because it takes away this idea that it's, you know, just a, a piece of fabric or it's just hangs on your wall. It, you know, um, so often or, yeah, every time Aboriginal art 
um, is is so much deeper than that. And it's you know it's who that person that painted it and and who their country is and what they're allowed to to paint because of who they are and that you know in their kinship system and their families and their communities and um and their clan groups so you know it's so it it's a lot deeper than I guess that surface level of some you know pretty aesthetic that you are decorating your house with or um and I think that's really important it's it's such a great way to have those really beautiful conversations um and yeah it's it it is yeah it's a good thing I think (laughs) it's funny though sorry you go no no yeah um it's funny like just you know you're talking about the food with the with the artwork and so often I have to like push myself to to get in front of the camera for like Instagram or Facebook and I'm like uh (laughs) usually there's a million outtakes that I've done because it's it it's quite nerve-wracking I think oh I can see the you know analytics behind it but how many eyes have possibly seen it I think oh (laughs) it's it's sort of an area I I like to sort of stay back, but I think transparency is really important. So that's why I do sort of push to say, hey, it's me kind of behind the brand and this is who I am and where I come from and and I'm proud of that. It's not that I, I hide anything. It's I just get nervous in front of a camera. <laughs> but I think that's kind of been common as well. Maybe some people have, it's not been used to being having their image out there so much and having so much attention. And so, you know, I think it's really great that, you know, young Indigenous business owners are taking that and putting yourself out there and showing us, I am here, I'm the one running this business and, you know, yeah. I this is my culture, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's important because, you know, there's people watching, there's young people watching, you know, younger than, than I am and there's older you know, elders watching and so I think it, it it does good. I mean, I'm inspired when I see, you know, some of my friends, I'm so lucky to call people, you know, my friends um, and what they've managed to do with their business and in a whole range of spaces, you know, from active wear to um, home wear to bedding to it's, yeah, it's, it, it's exciting and it's really cool. I love being able to sort of see people's um, what they're doing and how they're doing it and, and all their wins along the way. That's awesome. And I didn't realize you were a teacher, but that absolutely um, makes sense because you also have an ethical and environmental factor to your swimwear. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've taken quite a lot of time, you know, particularly partnering with a manufacturer. I mean, I do all my prints myself and the designs, but I outsource my manufacturing in Bali and it did take a little bit of time to really find that right fit. Um, because there are, you know, there are quite a few manufacturers over there in Bali um, and, you know, in China and and different places in the world. Um, And it's just, it's so important, you know, if I'm going to really uplift my culture and my people, I don't want to do that off the backs of, you know, somebody else, somebody else's people and culture and country. So, yeah, I really make sure that whenever I sort of I work with any third third party it's it's ethical and you know the proper due diligence is done um to research and make sure that the right partnerships there are there so um yeah and then yeah the sustainability was something that um I always wanted to do I guess it just took a little bit of time to work out fabrics and you know I'm 100% self-taught so it took time to even work out logistics how things work and operate and finding you know the right manufacturer and and the right fit there um 
so it yeah it was something that it is it's always you know evolving I, I would never say I'm 100% sustainable because it's something I'm always researching it's something I'm always looking at you know how can I do better than what I'm doing currently um whether that be fabrics or packaging um yeah, so one thing I'm really excited about is I've I found some amazing um, home decompostable hygiene stickers. Awesome. So um, I'm really excited to, you know, be I try and switch out wherever I can. I don't do swing tag labels because they just end up in the bin anyway. Um, so, you know, every sort of collection I try and really figure out how I can just, just do a little bit better. Um, and I think that's important because that's how growth happens. <laughs> I love it. And so, yeah, so they are like, and you might have to explain it to me, but so they're recyclable. The fabric is recyclable? So the, so the fabric I use um, is made from regenerated plastic. So, um, plastic, you know, as we know, um, it takes hundreds of years, you know, up to thousands of years to really break down and um in swimwear you know in swimwear technology sorry swimwear fabric technology um unfortunately there aren't sort of it's only sort of gotten so far so one of the good ways about doing this is yeah there's now options to make fabric out of recycled plastics which is what my fabric is made from um the dyes that go that create the prints on the fabric are also um you know eco-friendly so that's something that I think is also really cool packaging yeah that we use is um, yeah, you know, home decompostable, the mailer bags as well. Um, and, yeah, now I've, I've incorporated the home decompostable hygiene stickers. So, um, yeah, it's it's sort of a slow process as I, I'm always looking, yeah, at ways to, to do things a little bit better. But, yeah. And then, you know, with the fabric as well, I'd really try and advocate, you know, on my social medias around um, educating around, you know, sunscreens that are damaging reefs and the oceans as well as microplastics and you know some of the ways we can combat that so it's it, you know one part of it is you know the brand and, and what you hold the other part of it is as well sharing and educating you know across social media and my platform oh absolutely and I think that's I mean I showed my husband who is an ocean lover and as soon as I told him you know there's the sustainability piece and the eco-friendly and and trying to find the the best materials he was like totally on board as well as seeing me in a very sexy cozy so everyone yeah. <laughs> they are a bit absolutely saucy some of them but um no they're beautiful Look, so they are. and so flattering and I think another thing that you do like like you absolutely I now understand your background the fact that you have this education background because I feel like you're just making so many statements with your business because the other thing you do is include models or pictures of, of people in your swimming costumes of all different shapes, sizes, you know, colours. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of funny too because I, I, you know, as much as – and I'm really excited, particularly this time, my new collection, um, Interwoven, I've managed to go a size down to a 6 as well as a size up to a 16. And it's been a slow progress. You know, my first collection I only had three sizes. My next collection I had four. So now I've gone from, a, you know – to, to add two extra sizes and look it's not something I, I suppose actively advocate for because um, I feel like 
you know, there's only so much I can share, but absolutely I care about um, making sure that the women I represent, you know, they feel comfortable, confident, sexy, beautiful um, as well. And and that's what I sort of try and the images that I try and share, you know, I I want my models to, to be real. I want, um, yeah, and even, you know, the photo shoots that we do, I always just want it to feel like a couple of girlfriends down at the beach having a good time and there's a camera there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's absolutely, that's really important to me, especially I've had three kids. So, you know, my body isn't, what it used to be and I go through my own little struggles um of you know loving my you know new shape and my new marks here and there so I I can totally relate on that level and I, I love that and I see that in the imagery you know and it's obvious obviously you would have um indigenous models as well but I just feel like everybody yeah. looks so different and it's lovely and the and the people who wear the swimming costumes like myself I've been on your Instagram you know like it's <laughs> nice to see that that we share a photo and be like thank you for my cosy and that you share us as well oh it's it, to be honest, it's probably my favourite thing. Um, I, I love it when I, you know, a little notification pops up on my phone and it's so-and-so's tagged you in a photo um, on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever it is. And, like, I, I love it. It's, it's like a little surprise, like, okay, who is it? Like, oh, like, how does it, how does it fit? Like, what if, you know, how, did they like it? Are they happy? So it's, yeah, I think that's probably one of my, like, little favorite things that I don't really share that I how much I love it (laughs) oh absolutely and when I'm out and about and I mean I love supporting brands anyway so I I like to tag them but I I do make a point of talking like telling a little bit about the background because it's like people might just look at and go oh that's a cool cozy but it's like no no this is an Australian you know this is an indigenous Australian cultural piece like I'm wearing artwork people (laughs) yeah No, I love that because that's the point. Yeah, no, I love that because, I mean, the whole point of it is, like, start conversations and what's the best way than word of mouth. And it's not like, I mean, it goes beyond word of mouth to, like, grow my brand. It's like word of mouth. You're sharing, you know, culture. You're sharing amazing stories about amazing women that are doing amazing things. So it's it's all of that, I think, you know, business aside, it's, like I love hearing those stories because that's the point of it. That's really why I do what I do. I love that. And, and you know, for me, like I said, I'm learning. Um, I, I have um, a different, you know, I've had a different lifestyle in Australia and I have a different cultural background. Um, but to be able to, I, you know, this is my homeland and, you know, the Indigenous culture is a huge part of that. And so for me to be able to learn more and to hear those stories and to be able to have it, you know, to wear something that represents it, I'm, I feel very proud. Uh, so thank you for giving us that opportunity. No, it's um, it's my pleasure. Thank you for, for joining and, and, yeah, helping this movement, I guess, this little grassroots movement um, grow. <laughs> you're doing amazing now tell me um how, like you're while you're living up there are you traveling much or do you do you get to travel um well um not like a heap um mainly because we did a re- like a lot of traveling um you know right in the thick of COVID I guess but due to sort of like family reasons um we had to spend six weeks sort of quarantining 
being with family um, and, and doing a few things. So um, with three kids and, you know, a, a baby, it was I'm just happy to sort of stay put at the moment. Um, we're not really planning going anywhere for Christmas. I mean, the, yeah, it's we've gone across to Nolanboy, visited some family over there, um, which was really great. It's beautiful. That's I, and I got to, you know, sneak in a photo shoot as well. Um, and then I just kind of want to go visit, like, you know, my family's homeland um if I get it you know if we can sort of organize it for the um, Christmas holidays but it's wet season so I'm not really fast we sort of have visited a couple of the outer islands here um and yeah I'm just sort of happy to to be here and just to chill I'm actually yeah a really <laughs> I mean look I kind of missed international travel like a lot of people I would love to just unwind um, I love going, you know, my partner's Fijian. So, um, yeah, it'd be cool to, it'd be cool to just, yeah, take a little international trip, but I'm totally happy to, to wait. <laughs> no yeah. rush. Absolutely. And um, I mean, yeah, maybe just after you've moved back as well, appreciating where you're living. And so do you have to fly to get to where you're living or can, is like when you're saying you're visiting the islands, is that by like a tinny or like a ferry or... Yeah, so um, when we would go to like one of the one of my the homelands that I really would really like to go to is Dipity, and um, we would that's about it. We can fly. Um, it would be a really short charter flight, um, but it's about an hour and a half in the boat. Um, one of the islands is about that we've gone to is about twenty minutes by boat, um, and then yeah, that's. That was that's about it really. Oh, and then to Nolanboy, um, it's about a 45, 50 minute flight. Like we chartered a flight over. Um, yeah, it's really funny. Most of our travel now is by boat and or, or by plane, like <laughs> oh, <laughs> which wow. is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and you know, forgive my ignorance of um, the geography up there, but are you when you said the place before Dipity was it? Is was that in Top End? Yeah. Was that the place in um, No, no, it wasn't. The islands, isn't it? Yeah, Tiwi <laughs> Islands, yeah, which is kind of off Darwin's. Yeah, Tiwi. So which, I've never been to the Tiwi Islands, but um, I know I know some people there and I, like, it looks beautiful. I'd love to go and visit um, at some point. So, yeah, but no, we're kind of halfway in, I guess, like, yeah, no man's land. We're not really, we're about... Um, uh, how far is it? Maybe an hour, like over an hour flight um, to Darwin. And wow. then it's, yeah, about a 45, 50-minute flight to Nolanboy, which I guess is the next sort of biggest place. Um, oh, and, yeah, we're just like a really little island of like 1,200 people and like 90% of those people are like family. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. And is it possible for people to just come and visit? Um, it is, but uh, you do need um, a permit uh, through the Northern Lands Council. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of behind like our own, I guess, borders in a sense. Um, and look, there's there's opportunities for, um, you know, like there's tourism opportunities along here. Like Dipity has a, um, a a fishing lodge. But, yeah, you do need, um, if you are, you know, young or you do need, yeah, permits and just to state, you know, why you're coming. So if that's, you know, for a fishing holiday or 
whatever it might be, um, yeah, you have to apply in advance for that. How, oh, wow. It's, um, you know, like I think people, we don't even realise like this is, yes, it's a massive country, Australia, and there's just so many parts it is, of it that yeah. we don't even know about and, and you know, yeah, I would not have, I'll have to, I'm going to have to get the map out now and have a look. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, um, Let me know, you can come have a visit. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. And and just, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, yes, that's me being terrible, my geography. Top End Wedding was a great wedding, a great movie and a great. Oh, um, it was. Great advertisement for the Northern Territory in that upper region that, you know, a lot of people, even a lot of Australians wouldn't have visited. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Oh, that movie was so good. <laughs> so funny. I had a, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Really well done. Oh, it's, we will but, you know, there's some other that. really, there's another really great movie that's coming out, actually. I think it just did its premiere, um, which is High Ground. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, like any of the sort of material um, advertising or anything, but you should check it out. It's sort of a little bit more, um, it's not a comedy, okay. <laughs> but it, it does sort of share a different um, take, not a different take, but a different part of, you know, Australian history and what happened up here on um, in Arnhem Land and some of sort of those, um, I guess, more on the frontier wars. Um, but like, yeah, I'm really excited to see it because I just, I mean, I love to support, um, you know, small independent films as well. And it looks like a really good one. And what was the name again? So it's called High Ground. High Ground. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I love, you know, yeah. The more stories like that, the more representation we need to, you know, and to be told, as I said, again, Indigenous led and, and for us to have those out there, that would be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I um, yes, I love uh, my cosy is getting a lot of uh, uh, I guess time out at the moment. It's very hot, so yeah. I'm wearing my cosy, my bikini one most days, and so I do think of you often. And I can't wait to get my once I'm um, into my next chapter. I will be getting the new range, getting my hands on the uh, some pink and orange. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, no, let me know and I'll, I'll make sure it, it arrives and there's no plain <laughs> Special not coming. No. Now I'll treasure the journey as well. I'll be like, this swimming costume's been on a journey, like, across. It has, it has. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> thank you for all that you're doing and I enjoy your time up there. And, uh, yeah, thank you for sharing your story through the swimming costumes and with us here on the podcast. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me, Emma. And, and thank you for supporting, you know, Leandra Swim and helping, helping it grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Um, already looking forward to the next one. Uh, we also have a rather extensive back catalogue for you to check out. Um, but in the meantime, you can uh, follow us on Instagram that's at lovely travels on instagram or you can come and check us out on facebook lovely travels that's l-o-v-e-l-l-y or we would love for you to join our facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure that's the lovely travels community you can also visit our website which is lovelytravels.com 
or shoot us an email. We love hearing from our listeners. So please send us an email, feedback, comments, questions, whatever. Info at lovelytravels.com. And you can listen, review, subscribe, like, share, and promote our podcast in any shape, way, or form. Uh, We are on Spotify, iTunes, the internet, uh, Google Podcasts, Everywhere where you get podcasts, you will find us. All good podcasting locations. So tune in next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.